welcome to part two of Dear Listener. Now, today's episode in Dear Listener, we're talking about Dear the Series, growing my business, how I started my business, advice for other business owners, advice for people that are wanting to start their own business. So let's get into it. So if you're starting a business, how do you work out your cost price of a product? Like that was my question and I had no idea. Fortunately, I actually work as a buyer myself. And so I know that stores want to be earning double. So essentially they buy something for $10, they want to sell it for at least 20, 22, um, 23. And so I worked backwards. I went, okay, what are my competitors selling books for? Um, they're selling it for 55, 50, 55. So great. So I w- worked backwards. Um, I actually went with my my sample And this was while the books were being printed. So I can't change anything in the interior. But I went to one of the stores and said, hey, like, here's my book. Um, What do you recommend? Like anything, anything that you would kind of recommend? Um, And they say plastic wrap them. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like I didn't think about that. And um, she says, yeah, like this book here, if someone comes and touches it, it's going to be grubby and no one's going to buy it. Plastic wrap them all and then have one that sits as a sample. Genius, 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 genius. So I went back to my factory and said, hey, can you plastic wrap them? They said, yep. That's going to be 10 cents extra per book. So I pass it straight on. I recommend a retail price of $55, $54.99. The thing is with um, being a business, you can't tell a store what to put it at. You're not allowed to. You could recommend, that's what's called a recommended retail price, RRP. Um, so we recommend $55. Some stores have sold it for, they're selling it for $69. Some are $54.99. Some are $59. No one would sell it below $54.99 because that's how much I sell it on my website. So I think um, they just there's just no point. They're missing out on margin if they did do that. And so I haven't really done too much of the financials. And I'm just sitting here crossing my fingers that I've done it right. Um, but essentially, if you if you do that, where if you've got a product and you go, okay, what do I do my cost price for? Just work backwards. And I think that's probably one of the best ways to go about it and ensuring that you are making enough money to, to keep the business afloat. So after I decided on the cost price, I put together a presentation um, Now, approaching stores when you've got a product, it's really important that you have a really strong pitch. And my dad is a business guru. He is incredible at business stuff, business pitches, everything. I also work as a buyer and I receive a lot of emails of people pitching to me. So I know what a good pitch is. And so me and my dad sat down and we crafted a pitch together. And essentially the email starts like this. And I've had responses from stores one lady pulled me aside because I went in and saw her and she goes hey I received your email and um I want to give you feedback I was like oh no oh no what she was that is one of the best pictures I've ever received and I receive hundreds every day so we start off with good morning new market research new market trend self-reflecting journals there is currently a rising trend for beautiful products that can complement an on-trend living room and or bedroom decor Along with the self-reflecting journals are rapidly gaining popularity amongst millennials and Gen Z. Self-reflecting journals can also be popular and meaningful gift idea for any target market. Do the series has combined this newfound love for self-reflection along with a sophisticated and trending home decor piece. Boom. That is the new market trend. That's all they need to know. They need to know how, what's in it for them. I, they don't care about my product. They care about what it's going to do to them. They want to know how they can make money. And then I said presentation PDF, 30 seconds to read, attached below. In bold, 
People want to be able to just read bullet points, you know. Did the series is a series of guided journals that encourages raw and authentic responses to over 100 different prompted questions. The first book that we have received, we have released is Dear Future, a book that has inspires individuals to think about their future through gently prompted questions designing beautifully, um, designed beautifully to double as a coffee table book. For the below, please refer to the presentation for MOQ, FIS, cost price, RRP. I'll go back to MOQ and FIS as well. We're currently based in New Zealand, blah, 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 blah. Uh, YouTube link. And what I did is I actually recorded myself talking about Dear the Series. If they wanted to know more, if they wanted to know more about me, if they wanted to know more about my heart, what where the idea came from, then it's in the video. It's a visual. It's a visual. Um, it's really easy to, to watch. But don't put it in the email. Point of difference. They want to know why you are different to everyone else. Then I basically described about my point of difference, added in my URL for my website, the YouTube URL, and my Instagram and then the presentation. Now my presentation for Dear the Series is basically just heaps of visuals. Um, once I received the actual final book, I sent it off to a photographer. She ended up taking incredible photos of it, over 500 photos. Um, cost me about $1,000 for those, but it is so worth it because how are you selling it to them? You're selling it to them through a photo. And so you have to get good photos. Don't take them yourself on your iPhone. Um, so this professional girl, she, um, is incredible. And so she took incredible photos and it's just a beautiful presentation, which goes into just all the depth of, um, the book, the visual aids, what the prompts look like in the interior. Then it goes into MOQ. Now MOQ, if you don't know, is minimum order quantity. So essentially someone can't just go, yes, yeah, sure. I'll order two. No, you need to set a minimum order quantity. I originally had this at 12 and I decided that, yes, yeah, sweet, sweet air, that's all good. Um, but found out later on that this wasn't ideal to stores. I targeted a lot of stores that are um, just like indie bookstores, like indie gift stores. So indie gift stores just mean like one person that owns it, really small, um, super cute and boutique. 12 is a lot. 12 journals is a lot. And so... Um, actually only recently I've reduced it to six just to make it a little bit more manageable and to create a low barrier to entry. FIS means free into store. So essentially you want to entice people by ordering a fair bit and you say, you know what, if you order this, I'm going to give you free shipping. So I came up with 30 books FIS. So essentially my books from the factory get wrapped in, um, packaged in boxes of 30. And so I was like, you know what, what I'm going to do to save me from repacking, I'm going to do my FIS of 30. But actually, I want to give stores that order 30 books, I want to give them an extra book. So instead of doing 30 plus another one, it means I have to repack them all. I'm going to do, if you buy 29, I'll give you a book for free and I'll give you free shipping. Um, to date, only two stores have done that option. Often stores just order, um, we'll just try it out with 12. Um, or six and then they will pay for the shipping themselves but that's essentially what FIS means what MOQ means cost price 27.75 and then my um, retail price as well and so basically the presentation just goes into what Dear the Series is going to do for them and so I sent that out I sent it out to hundreds of stores um, and to date I have 21 stockists and I to be honest I am disappointed I wish that there was more um I talked about just earlier that shut the front door said no to me. I went back to them after Christmas and said, hey, just wanted to let you know the success that we've had with Dear Future. And I just wanted to make sure that you didn't miss out. 
um, you know, we've sold through 500 books already and yeah, like it's done well. Would you be keen? Immediately she came back and said yes. And so I think I was so defeated at the start that, you know, oh my goodness, my dream, but my dream store has said no. They came back and said yes. And so I was really stoked that they did. And I think um, it just shows not to give up. Um, I went back to the stores that hadn't replied to me and I went back and said, hey, these are the stores that have jumped on board. Uh, they're very similar to you. They're very um, kind of the same vibe. Uh, this is pre-Christmas, by the way. And I said to them, you know, would you be keen to jump on before Christmas? And because of that follow-up email, I did get a lot of people say yes and um, trial it out, which was really cool. There's often, there are people that have said, yeah, I'll get back to you or just won't will ignore your email. Or when I call them, they'll go, oh, and they don't really say anything. And it's, that's defeating. I'm at that stage now where I'm actually getting people approach me, um, which is really, really cool and saying, hey, I want to stock your book. So that's kind of the position that you want to be in. But yeah, essentially here I am. It is February. I've sold through as of uh, yesterday 476 books out of the 1,000 books that I have brought in. Um, and on Wednesday I had a meeting with my designer. I actually moved designers again. I moved to the designer that did my photography. And she's going to be um, just giving a fresh new idea, new kind of design flair to my next book. So my next book is with her at the moment. She's working on it this week. So, so exciting. I haven't released the name for it, but essentially it's going to be focusing more on your inner self. Um, this book, you don't share it with other people. It's more about, it's a real personal book that helps you through the struggles in your life of things that may have hurt from the past. But honestly, it has been one of the biggest uh, journeys of my life. Many, many, many tears. Um, Flo and Frankie, a store that I absolutely badly want, said no. Uh, well, they said they were going to come back to me. And that was a kick to the guts. Like, I called my mum up and I was just in tears. I was like, oh, the store that I badly want. They said no. And, you know, I'm just like, there's this doubt in my mind that what if, what if it's going to fail, you know? And I think my biggest advice would be to anyone starting a business, to anyone that's wanting to create something, to go for it, that I had this voice in my head. I remember I was driving and I was like, oh, like, what if I fail? Like, what if I actually fail in this? What if I, like, literally, I was sinking over 10 grand. Uh, cost me in the end just to launch the one book um, about $13,000 all my savings um, and at the time I was building my first house as well and so everything was gone all my savings absolutely everything was gone and I remember thinking I was driving this was just before I was about to print the books and I was like what if I fail and there was this voice inside of my head that says but what if you don't and it just hit me I was like yeah like what if I don't fail what if what if it actually does well? Then it would be worth it. I may as well. I may as well just give it a shot. So I think to anyone that's going, oh, should I? Should I? I don't know. Don't think, what if you fail? Just think, what if you don't? Like, what if you don't fail? What if it actually does well? So I would just go for it. You know, make sure that you're not putting yourself in a vulnerable position where you're literally like, if it fails, you're bankrupt. I actually sneakily um, got student loan and student allowance when I was studying. I didn't need the money because I worked. I didn't need that money. And every time they have in New Zealand, they give you um, $1,000 for book-related course, every, like $1,000, just free money, essentially, that you have to pay back. Um, but it's at no interest. And so I would claim everything. I got the top 
rate that you could get for student loan, I always got out my thousand dollars and I put it into one account. That account in the end, after I graduated, had $10,000 in it. It wasn't my money. So I literally had it, not my money account and it wasn't my money and I could easily at any time pay it back to the government but again it's no interest and so I used that money to start my business and um I've nearly made it back and I've only sold 500 books so essentially I have another 500 to go and it's paid itself off which is really cool to see that essentially the money that I got from the bank uh, not the bank the government I have and I will be doubling it so essentially by using that $10,000, I'll make back hopefully $20,000. So essentially $10,000 for free. So that is my biggest tip for anyone in New Zealand that wants to, um, that is a student. Use it. Use the money wisely. Like don't, under any circumstances, get the $1,000 and go buy a pair of designer shoes. Don't do that. Use it to grow, to start a business see it double you know so yes that was basically how I funded it you know um it was a very stressful time in my life where like I said before I was building which I'll make another podcast about that and it was just it was intense it was a really really intense time but I'm so grateful for it I'm currently as of this year working at launching in the UK market and so I have found a fulfillment company which has taken so long because everyone every time I say them yeah I'm only looking at delivering two to three pallets which is actually a lot I'm hoping to only have to do one because every pallet's ten thousand dollars for me they say no sorry you're too small you don't have enough orders you're too small we don't want to represent you I finally found a company that will say, that said yes to me that they think that I'm going to grow which is really exciting and so they've said yes and now I'm just in the process of trying to find UK stockists which is proving to be a lot harder than I thought I have called up many different places I've called up you know Urban Outfitters, Oliver Bonus, Harrods even. Harrods is my absolute dream. So yeah Harrods is my dream like if you were to say to me where do you want your book would be Harrods and I thought you know what I'm tiny I'm gonna email them now they're not gonna come back to me I know it because I'm too small to be a supplier to them but I just want them to see my name and you know if the buyer reads my email doesn't think much of me but you know next year the year after when I have grown my business hopefully they'll recognize my name and so that's the reason why I decided you know I'm just going to approach them and I actually called up uh, Fennec which is a store in the UK never actually heard of it but apparently it's a big department store it's quite cool got through to the buyer and as soon as I basically had my pitch I was in the middle of like pitching to her and she hung up on me and I was gutted like I nearly cried and it was a bit of a kick to the guts like oh okay you know, this is, she's not interested at all. But I didn't want to let it get to me. And that's just the thing with, with life, with trying to pitch your product. Everyone thinks that their product's amazing. And it's just hard to try and get the buyer on board. So at this stage, I haven't got any UK stockers. I haven't. But I've got the fulfillment center. It was a very much a chicken and egg scenario because the fulfillment center is saying, oh, how many orders will you get? I'm like, well, I don't know. But if you go to a stockist and they say to you, yeah, cool, um, where's your fulfillment center or how are you going to get it what's your lead time you're like well I don't know because and you just have to decide which one you're going to go for first so I kind of went down the track of getting a fulfillment center first and um, securing them and then I can go to these stockists and say hey look I've got someone you know when you want the books let me know and I can have the books to you within a I think it's about two months or six weeks six to eight weeks 
that's my lead time essentially. So yeah, I'm, I'm yet to get someone at this stage and it's exciting, but it's also very scary. Um, it's not like I have the thousand books sitting at a fulfillment center costing me money, which is the good thing, but it's just waiting for people to see the true, the potential in the business. I think once I release more books, then maybe I'll become a bit of a bigger supplier and someone that is seen as more reputable and is more known. So yeah, that's, it's just a huge process, huge process of trying to find in the weekends, then I just want to rest or relax and, and I'm, you know, needing to work on this series because when else am I meant to do it, you know? It's definitely hard and I think it's one of those things that I would never, I, I don't regret it at all. And I've got some amazing stockists and I absolutely love it and the books are doing well. I'm getting a heap of reorders and I'm really excited to release more books because I just want to help people. I just want to help people learn more about themselves through these prompted journals and through just writing whatever's in their head onto paper. But the plan is from now on is just this year I want to release another two books. I was just about to say the name but I can't. So release another two books and then by Christmas time. So I think my next book will be by um, June and then the next one by uh, Christmas. Annoyingly we're going into a recession which is really hard because it's the type of product that people would only buy when they have discretionary income but also it's a very good gift item. Um, so I'm hoping that's kind of who I'm appealing to. I'm not appealing to bookstores to people that go in and buy a book. I'm actually appealing to gift buyers. So it's also finding like which store do you feel like your business sits with? And uh, my biggest tip is find a supplier, which is not the same as you, but find a supplier that is like the same vibe as you. And you're like, yeah, I want my book to be in all the stores they're in. Go onto their website and find all their stockists and then go into their stockists and contact them all or look up the brand and see which stores come up on Google but essentially that is do the series and that is my uh, what I'm working towards I've shared a lot um no one really does these kind of podcasts where they just share everything but I hate that there's no transparency in businesses and business startups I hate that no one shares this stuff because when you're trying to start something how do you know what to do? How do you know what cost price to do? How do you know how to find a factory? You can't. So yeah, I hope that I've encouraged someone in um, to create their own business or help someone in their business endeavors or because I think it's all about um, sharing our experiences. And that's what this podcast is going to be about. It's going to be sharing everything that I have learned. So this is what this podcast is going to be, is debunking everything that, that we kind of do and um, just sharing raw experiences to help other people to show them who I am and what my business is and what my childhood was like and tips and tricks and everything in between. But anyway, if you are, um, if you have any questions, please, please let me know. Reach out to me on series www.dtheseries.com. Reach out to me on Instagram at dtheseries um, or on TikTok as well at dtheseries. And I would love to help if you've got any questions about businesses, um, factories, anything like that. I would absolutely love to help. But thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And stay tuned for more podcasts about updates on my business. Anything else that's going on in my crazy life. But yes, thank you. And we'll talk to you very soon. <laughs>